whether it was stubbornness or arrogance or anger or fear or jealousy or, you know, being judgmental, all those things stood in the way of me changing. And that's just the reality of, of how it was for me. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm as flawed as any of you listening, if not more so. Are you ready to join us in creating a better world? Awesome. Because you're in the right place. Each week, we feature an inspiring story or message to help spread positive change and create a better world for all of us. I'm your host, Rick Ornelas. Welcome to the I Spark Change podcast. What is up, Impact Heroes? Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Rick Ornelas. Thank you for spending some time with us today because we know time is a valuable resource and we're going to make it worth your while. I appreciate each and every one of you, not just for listening, but for who you are. I know you're sparking change to make the world a better place every day, and I am humbled and grateful for your efforts. It takes all of us doing our part to spread positive change, and that's what this show is all about, motivating you with stories of struggle courage, and hope to empower you to make a difference in your life and the lives of others. With that being said, here's a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Hero Community. We are looking to feature more amazing social impact heroes on our show. And I'll bet all you listeners out there know a few that deserve to be recognized. If you or anyone you know should be on our radar, then you absolutely have to nominate them to be an iSpark Change Social Impact Hero. Just click the link in the show notes below to help us find out about more people that are doing great things. Whether it was stubbornness or arrogance or anger or fear or jealousy or, you know, being judgmental, all those things stood in the way of me changing. And that's just the reality of, of how it was for me. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm as flawed as any of you listening, if not more so. And, and I think once we all realize that, that yes, we have our flaws. And as I said before on this show, we're all flawed. We're all awesome. We're all flossom. You know, we're all um, beautiful in our flossomeness. Um, and when we embrace it and we can share it with others, that hopefully inspires uh, us to do better. So that's what I'm going to do today. I, I, I hope that that inspires you not only to to do better, but to be better, which is what it did for me. Because I wanted to live, um, you know, with, by some of the lessons that uh, that Christ taught us to love one another as He loves us, and and to um, be kind to others, which was the you know the golden rule and the foundation of what we should do on a daily basis. So I'm going to go through the list that I wrote all those years ago. And as I do go through the list, I want you to think about how you are doing with each one. And if you want, you can even rate yourself. Okay. You can rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 or A through F or however you want to rate yourself, but, but some way just so you can know, okay, how are you doing with regards to living um, your life that, that you would be proud of, that your future self would be proud of, or the best version of yourself would be proud of. Or um, if you believe uh, in in God or higher power, then how they would view you and if they would be proud of that version. So getting back to the list, when I 
went through a period of reflection after the accident, I wrote down what I called a to-do list for every day. And we'll put this in the show notes so you can see all of it and you can help reflect on these things for yourself. But this to-do list included things that I wanted to live my life by, things that I felt were important for um, changing who I was. Because as I said, I had a ton of flaws. I mean, I'd say more so than I have now, but but I had I had a lot of flaws and and I wanted to be better. And this is how I wrote it. It was in no really particular order, I don't think, at the time that I wrote it. And um, and they just came from the heart. So the first one, live and love in the moment. I realized in writing this that there were many times where I was either thinking about the past or focused on the future and and I wasn't focused on the present. So you know, living in the moment. Number two, cherish every second of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year. And notice that I didn't just include every day or, um, you know, every hour, but, but literally that every, um, every second, that every second counts, every second matters. Because what I realized is you never know in the blink of an eye, in any split second, your life can change. Um, it can be changed for the good or changed, um, you know, for the bad. And so you want to cherish all of those moments. Live like it's the last day of your life because it very well may be. And kind of like the previous one, that's how I felt after that accident. I felt that, you know, that should have been the last day of our lives and it wasn't. And we were given a gift and I had to honor that. I had to always live as if um, there was not going to be a tomorrow. Accept everything as the gift from God that it is. One thing I realized when I was a, a younger a younger man is that my faith was not where I wanted it to be. And and I'm always working on that. It's still uh, not where I want it to be because I, I, I always aspire to, to be closer to God. And I felt that, that a, a way to improve that faith is to realize that everything comes as a gift from God, that whether you know, the, the world would deem it as good or bad, um, that it, it is something, um, that comes as a gift. And, and this is one that over the years, I, I know I struggled with, especially when the pain would come or, you know, I know as, as an athlete, I had a lot of injuries and, and some bad ones. And, you know, as I'd be, be suffering with like, a few years back with a herniated disc in my neck and, and pain just would not go away 24 seven in my, in my shoulder blade and numbness in my arm. I remember asking, you know, God, why, why is, why is this happening? Why, why am I you know suffering? Why is this taking forever to heal? And it, it honestly, it, it took, um, at that time, it took two years to heal. And even as I record this right now, um, it's kind of having a flare up after a few years where, you know, it's kind of rearing its ugly head again. And I'm in a much better place now where I can accept it and say, okay, uh, um, what is this going to teach me? What can I learn from this? Um, rather than just being in the past, just being frustrated and upset that I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do. Um, so that that's a, that's a real big one for me and hopefully for you too. Treat everyone with the utmost respect and kindness. And this is Christianity 101 or, or this kindergarten 101 really but when you when you treat everyone with the utmost respect and kindness you do unto others then hopefully they're going to do unto you and it's just a, a simple uh, a simple tenet that we should live our life by 
And that goes right into the next one. Don't be harmful with words, uh, excuse me, hurtful with words or actions. One thing I realized at that time is that, as I said, I was, you know, I was, I was arrogant and stubborn is that a lot of times I would just blurt something out either towards my, my beloved wife or towards my kids. I would say something and then very soon after that pain of, and that guilt of regret would come and thinking, oh my gosh, how did I say that? Why did I say that? Why was I so hurtful with my words or, or actions? Why did I do that? And, and really putting a focus on that, um, it, it can help to you know, prevent you from taking that action or saying those words that are, you, know, you can't take back. You, you can't take back. Don't be harmful. Um, kind of similar to the previous one, um, I, I realized at that time that that sometimes I, whether I didn't intend it, so kind of different from the from the previous one where you know, let's say you'd be in an argument, you just say something because you're mad and you're upset and you you blurt something out. But the other time, I the other one, don't feel harmful. That's where I realized that you know I was either being sarcastic or I was saying something that I thought was funny at someone else's expense, and that was just very harmful for uh, for them. And, and as, as that young guy, that's just not something that, that I, um, that I realized and it took others, it took, you know, took my wife pointed out, it took others pointed out and, and really sharing with me. And I remember even, even my boss at one point that, you know, sometimes those, those, um, you know, those jerks or jokes or things can, can be uh, really, really harmful. Um, that was a big one. Don't be foolish. Um, you can look at this in however way it impacts you. For me, it was in being foolish with money or it was being foolish with my actions or, or, or being just acting a fool, <laughs> just, 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 just quote unquote acting a fool because I, I know I did plenty of things that, that looking back, I scratch my head and think, okay, what the heck was I thinking in, in doing that? Don't be wasteful of anything. And I remember writing this one and I wrote, don't be wasteful because I remember my parents, you know, always, Oh, clean your plate. There's kids starving you know, on the other side of the world. And, and you can't be wasteful of food and you can't be wasteful of this. And I, and for me, it, it became so important to not be, not just, you know, when it came to food or, or material items, but, but really wasteful of, of emotions or wasteful of time um, or wasteful of energy because there were plenty of things that I was spending time on that I shouldn't have, that I would have considered wasteful at, at this point in my life, looking back in, in retrospect. Don't be in a hurry. That's a big one. And that's a big one still for me to this day that I still work on because I get so focused on wanting to be productive and wanting to accomplish a lot and equating um, busyness with productivity. And it's interesting because I even coach people uh, against this. And this is something that um, in a group coaching I'm doing, I, I just shared with everybody just last week about, you know, busyness, productivity is, or busyness doesn't, you know, equal necessarily, necessarily good action and, and, and productivity. And 
and you know being in that kind of hurried nature that always in a rush that always trying to to get things done to do something else all that leads to is you know a, a lack of focus on the right on the you know right things or focusing on the wrong things and it's just not a good place to be coming down to the last couple open your mind and heart always you know for me a long stretch of my life uh, was spent with a closed heart. And I, I, I don't want to uh, place blame um, on anyone as to why that may be the case. I, I will say that, you know, growing up with, with parents that were very strong and, and disciplinarians and, and in a, in a, you know, family of, of divorce and, and a father who was an alcoholic, uh, who I, loved very much and, and was my hero for a big chunk of my life, um, that, that coming out of that environment, I think that all did play a role in me not being open emotionally and not wanting to show emotions. And it really wasn't until after this accident and, and having a family and starting a family and having three young girls. And I think that's part of why God gave me daughters is to, to be able to really connect with them emotionally and, and really love them deeply. Not that I wouldn't love a son, but just to have that, that bond that a father has with a daughter. And that really helped me to, to open my mind and heart um, and, and to really practice that in, in everything I do. And that has become a big part of my life. And I'd say, you know, for the last, 20 years, that's, that's one that I've probably been, been a lot better at that, you know, it took some time and development and you know, after that point and working on it with my wife and with my kids and, and that I, I'm very open and I try to keep my heart open always and, and my mind. And the last one, be yourself. And I think I ended with this one because in doing the other, uh, and doing the rest of them, I did not want to um, pretend to be someone that I wasn't. And I didn't want to pretend to, you know, uh, be accepting uh, things as a gift if I didn't really feel it in my heart. And I felt it was important to to just be myself and and grow into the person that I wanted to be. So... I'll, as I said, I'll put this list in the notes. Um, for those of you that don't know, this list was the foundation of the lessons for uh, 12 Hours of Heaven, Lessons for a Better World, my book. And there, you won't see the exact same, um, you won't see the exact same ones in the book. Um, they are different. However, they were the foundation that inspired um, those lessons and inspired the story 21 years ago. So, I hope you enjoyed this uh, this short episode. I hope it has impacted you in a positive way to ignite some spark moments for you and others. Remember those spark moments, those ones that are going to cause a ripple effect and have a, a far greater impact than the initial act. So I thank you for taking time today to let me share my heart with all of you. God bless you all. Remember, Impact Heroes, every positive action has a ripple effect that spreads far beyond the initial act. So go out there and spark change. Don't forget, if you enjoyed this episode, then please smash that five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. 
We value your comments and we want to hear from you in the community. Thank you for listening. God bless you. And we'll see you next week on the Ice Spark Change podcast.